Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is independent of Santa Cruz Guitar Company, and all opinions are those of the speakers. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Hello, greetings forum members. We'd like to welcome you to the 25th, I believe, podcast uh, for the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. And today we have um, a signature Santa Cruz artist and also writer-performer, Sonia. And Sonia Disappear Fear. We'll talk a little bit about that and clear that up for me, too. Um, Sonia is a songwriter, um, a visual artist. She hails from Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, that's a beautiful city. It really, yeah, it's a beautiful city. She's received many awards, including the Coin of, Arm of, uh, the Coin of Honor from the U.S. Army for her humanitarian efforts. Fabulous. And the GLAAD Award for the Best Album. She's shared the stage with many of her heroes, including Bruce Springsteen, Pete Seeger, Wow. <laughs> and Peter, Paul, and Mary. Uh, when asked about her, her sound, she says, I would say I think my voice is somewhere between Patti Smith and Perry Como, and my guitar style is Gypsy King, Richie Havens flavor. Beautiful. <laughs> the songs are hers, and you can hear the Beatles and Springsteen. It's really all about energy, like a bird jumping off a window leads. It's in that spirit of trust and light and talent and God. Now, I have a poem here. Is this your, is, uh, is the world is ready to disappear, Fear? This is a, this is your writing? This is my writing. This is my, um, you know, this is my mantra and this is my uh, promise. Um, and yeah, this is what I have to, li have to live into. So I'd like to, I'd like to give this to everybody as, as, as a gift from the very beginning of this podcast. We're going to be very informal and very different here. We're going to talk about lots of stuff. Um, so maybe even guitars, maybe even some guitars. Yeah. So it says the world is ready to disappear. A world that is not disappear. No. A world is ready to disappear fear. Yes, very important. Yeah, I don't know why I missed that <laughs> off. Let's start that. Because <laughs> the other year kind of that doesn't well. make any sense. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. kind of does. That's the scary part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that is the scary part. <laughs> the world is ready to disappear fear. A world that is not scared of itself or who it loves. A world that is ending hunger in many forms. If hunger exists, no one is left out. So tomorrow, when the first rays of dawn reach, like swords of light into your eyes, begin the day like a tango with your soul, in love with life, because you are. Welcome, Sonia. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> Boy, yeah. are, we, are we excited. Are we excited for this? Um, so I can... I can tell you why I wrote that because I didn't just like ding. It was it was an urge. I was recording my second album at the studio in Baltimore, and there's uh, there's songs on it that um, like a song called French Illumination, and the chorus is Did God make man or did man make God? And there's another song on it called Sexual Telepathy, and 
my engineer and producer at the time, John, was very uncomfortable with the sentiment of those songs. So he requested that in order to complete the project, I had to write, these views do not necessarily reflect those of mm. John Grant, the producer and engineer. He was born again Christian. And I was like, whoa. And so I had to think about, well, what do the, what is this really about? And it was so deep too, because you know, you work so closely with your producer and your engineer. I mean, you're, it's hours and days and, you know, as much money as you can spend and can, and shouldn't even spend, <laughs> you know, to, to, to do it in the early, in, um, it's everything. And, and I was so, it was just to the core of me, what is this? And this is what it is. That is the essence of disappear fear. And that's why I do what I do. And that's my idea of living into that at, for this journey on the earth. Amen. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that was that was how it, that, that came to be. It be hard to have your producer present that to you like that. That, that well, what, put me off my feet. It, what happened was when I was recording those songs, and this is, uh, he just kind of, normally he would be like, that's awesome, we got it, you know, or do it again, because this is in the days of eight track where you get what you think is going to be the drum track mixed down to two and then put the other six things on the other tracks as much as you can, you know, like um, maybe you mix down the keyboards or the background vocals or whatever, you know, you, you're very limited you, and you have to get it right. There's no digital fixing. So it's again and again and again, at least it was for me. So <laughs> I'm sure a lot of it. So um, um, he just kind of took his hands off the board and sort of sat there and I was like, this is weird. So finally, after that was happening in different places, I said, John, what's going on? Um, you're not really participating on the song. And he said, well, because I'm really not comfortable with what it's about and I really need you to do a disclaimer on, on, on the album. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And I just, I just, I still, I can feel it like right in my solar plexus or, you know, in, in the pit of my stomach that it's just in my core, what, what that moment was. And, 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 and I suppose it's just how I've had to define myself, you know, regardless just like okay this is this is who i am this is what it's about for me it's uh, it's such a personal um um experience recording i mean you really are opening your soul completely because you're trusting that person to give you the best possible answer totally you know totally. i mean because you're because they're saying well i don't really know if i like that or i like this and you're going well i've lived with it for two years you know and and then all of a sudden you have to go okay i'll, I'll open up to that you know i that, mean that's very very true yeah because you're like um because so, what it would do for me a lot of times is i would come full circle somebody would have an idea and i would not like it at all and then i well like well let's just try it you know so we, we would mix it in and i'd live with it a little bit and like and i would either be like that's driving me crazy or you know we got to get rid of it or that's great that's really cool i'm really glad we have that so yeah yeah it's it's, it's such a personal process that that um that, that's unusual i've never heard of anybody doing that before <laughs> i've been i've been well, doing it since 1980 i've never heard of that <laughs> well well yeah, this was, and this was 1980, I think 1989 is when we recorded Deep Soul Diver. And I mean, that wasn't even like, hello, like, you know, that wasn't even the, the gay stuff. I mean, that was like, I mean, it could have been in, you know, it just wasn't, you know, there were no, you know, I'm in love with her. There was no, 
that, you know. So he would have probably really backed off then. And, and I end, ended up doing most of my albums elsewhere. But I've, I've, I've come back to him. I did another CD there. In fact, um, the one before the last one, the last one I have is called Love, Love Out Loud, and that's a compilation. But the CD before that was called By My Silence. And I thought I could you know, like really be enrolling and um, because I think love is enrolling <laughs> and certainly music, that's the best part of the brain, right? Or best parts of the brain. And I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, you don't, you don't think his attitude had changed or that his, well, I, or... it was about, um, I'm trying to think exactly when it was. Um, did it. Whoopsie. When did it come out? It came out in 2018. So this would have been probably recorded in 2018 and 2017. And um, Trump was president. And as we were recording, I would see little Trump blips, you know, because he was always tweeting blips come up on his phone. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> this is just not gonna, I didn't know, you know, I don't, I guess you just got to do what you do. I mean, I love John and he's an amazing musician. You know, um, but um, our brains and our fear, our fear stems are set up quite differently. Yeah, it's um, um, it's difficult. It, 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 it's difficult. You know, it, it, we're in we're in crazy times right now, yeah. and um, music has. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm thinking that when we come out of this, whatever, however it means to come out of what we're in right now. That we're gonna have, yeah. we're gonna have a renaissance of creativity that's just gonna explode. I'm so excited for it because it's really been kind of cooped up in a lot of people's places. Um, uh, Carolyn's band just played for the first time last weekend in over a year, and the energy behind it was just, you know, the the people in the area were just like. Yeah, I'm gonna go sit in the parking lot. I don't care if I can't get in, you know. I'm just right. gonna go sit in the parking lot because this is where I wanna be and these are the people I wanna be with. And I think we're just gonna have this big explosion. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I think it's already I like we in Baltimore here, we the cicadas are coming out. <laughs> and um which we get they're called the seventeen year locusts and uh that's when they, they, they happen and um so we have them, and I actually live up on the ninth floor, and they're they're up here, <laughs> like you know, attached to the screens and on the balcony and stuff. It's it's amazing. But um, so I think it's starting. Like <laughs> I'm seeing, you know, I can see them attached to the building and everything. And they only come up really to mate and then go back down into the ground, and then they hatch, I guess, down there at some point. And yeah, yeah it's just, I'm, a, I'm a Midwestern boy. I, I uh, we had cicadas. You did okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's 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 a racket. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's loud. Oh yeah. They're not screaming yet though. And it gets loud. You can't even hear yourself. Yeah. You know? it, it, it'll get loud. Sorry about that. No worries. Well, so talking about your, your recording experience, let's go back and, and give us a little bit of your history. When, when you got started with uh, music and recording and, and when did you decide that this is what you wanted to do and this is what you wanted to to present to the world. So what happened was um, before guitar, there was ballet and um, and that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a ballerina and I spent, you know, all day Saturday there and I went to ballet like a couple times a week. And um, uh, I guess I was about 13 and a half and then I got one of these things and I really started playing it. 
I, um, I, I took, it, t it cost $12 um, after Randy Snyder's taught me the three chords of Only Love Can Break Your Heart by Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> a, D, and G, which I played like this, you know, because yeah. I couldn't do this. It was way too hard, but I could do it with my thumbs and didn't really need that. What is that? <laughs> Note anyway, so. <laughs> um, um, so, so who B, B, it's for... B. <laughs> That's good. The B was missing. That's kind of so who sense. actually gets credit for buying you your first guitar and getting you started on this? Well, my dad, I played even, or I played when I was little. We had, my dad made our wood paneled recreation room in the basement um, into a Spanish cellar. He like stuccoed the walls, you Ooh. know, with this putty thing. And he put, and so, and he had different things from South America. America, from Peru and Ecuador and stuff and so he put a guitar an old martini actually guitar up on the wall that was his a classical one and I would take it down when I was just a little thing and I would <laughs> or whatever song was on the radio probably like Frank Sinatra or something and um and then I realized as I was getting older that really didn't sound good so I needed to learn some notes so I went and they were they would go I can't I can't play jingle bells anyway um, and um so um I forgot the other note but 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 I didn't that's not that wasn't guitar for me so I stopped that and then um Randy Snyder taught me three chords and so I don't know if you want the long version but this is the long version she taught me the three chords I played them I, I played them all night I, she taught me it was around dusk so it was around nine o'clock in the summer I played it till I my I couldn't move my fingers anymore went to sleep grabbed the guitar first thing in the morning at when the when it was light out and did the same thing just to make sure my fingers hadn't forgotten it and that was it and then I took some lessons for twelve dollars it was two dollars to join the youth club and ten dollars for the lessons for for uh, te for five lessons I think it was like two dollars a lesson anyway and 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 I you know and learned all of my bad habits <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> and, and stopped ballet at the same time yes yes <laughs> I just I started talking to my guitar because I needed to talk to someone and it was a very personal, my guitar just listened and listened and listened and um, tried to figure things out and is my best friend. So, yeah. But Buddy Guy says the same thing about when he learned Boogie Chillin'. <sighs> he said when he, first, when he first got the rhythm, you know, he's like 11 or 12 or something like that. And he said, when I first got that rhythm, he said, I played it all night. I fell asleep for a few hours and as soon as I woke up the next morning I was back at it just to make sure that I had it so it's, it's exactly it's exactly the same story. oh my god well we're 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 family you know buddy buddy at 83 yeah can't can't wait wow can't, can't wait. that's who I've always wanted to be so maybe it'll happen when really? I'm 83 really well I'm, I just I, you know I think all guitar players want to be able to have that you know, that essence just right there, right there, you know, mm, love it, love them. <laughs> wow. So when, when did you start performing? I mean, if, if you got your oh. at like, you know, what, 13 or 14, uh, um, how long was it before you oh, started? 
I was performing way before that. The change was is I didn't. <laughs> I was performing for the family, you know, and all the things. I, I think it's a Jewish thing. Like the kids perform. It just happens. Like after you're the the adults are talking forever. You have to go to these. I guess it's mostly Jewish holidays, and you're completely bored. But the good part is going to be able to do like some skit or something fun afterwards. So, um, so we would. We would just like like me and my brother and my sister who aren't really performer performers today. Well, my sister is actually she's an, she's an actor. Um, but um, yeah, so we would just do that. And then in school, I would, you know, try out and I would sometimes get the lead in the play or I, I remember singing, you know, I, but I can do this. And I remember I went to my music teacher and I and I sang um, something uh, from my from not my fair lady. Maybe it was my fair lady. Um, um, all I want is a room somewhere. <laughs> it was horrible, but it, maybe it wasn't that horrible. I thought it was awesome. I thought my parents really underestimated my talent. You know, I was like, and I was, hor and I really was horrible because I've listened to, you know, old, old cassettes and I just really didn't have a clue about pitch at all. And I thought I was awesome. Like on my, on my checklist, it was like, got it, got it, got it, got it. And then I listened to it later. I'm like, no. A little, you know, <laughs> but um, but anyway, yeah, I was I was always like, you know, I voted most talented and all that stuff. So yeah, I was always doing it. But I I did start playing guitar out pretty quickly because it's it's always been about that, you know, like sharing the the music and that connection. And I guess I need have needed that. So <laughs> yeah. nice, nice. Well, you're you're, you're 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 there's so much energy there that it's got to come out. Huh. You, you know. Yeah. There's so much it's got to come out and, and, and it's really great that you channeled it into something positive versus, you know, channeling it into something negative or, or anything else. You really channeled that into this. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think also even of the music itself, I mean, in the early days I did go through when you say channeling it positive was my angst periods. But first of all, and second and third of all, my voice will not out that much even though i really want to sound like i would love to just have the tone of like louis armstrong that would be oh, yeah. like I, uh you know i that but that doesn't happen so um so i played harmonica <laughs> to get a little bit of edge and i you know get 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 some edge <laughs> but, but you know you can you can dial it in that way a little bit but uh um, but I did go through that, but I also figured that I was going to be dead a lot longer than I was going to be alive. And I wanted to leave things that were, you know, seedlings and positive things because I wanted to just leave something good, like good, you know, and, um, yeah, so, so, so I decided to write, um, to, 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 I guess it's to nurture that, right? You nurture that part and that, and it, and it grows and you and you you go through that if you're if you're if you're in touch if you you know if you're in touch with yourself that 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 is what you're supposed to do a lot of people never find that you know a lot of people never find that 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 place that they're supposed to be and all of a sudden they wake up one day and they're like you know they're 50 or 60 and it's like heck what am i gonna do you know i mean this is this isn't forever so you obviously walked right into it. Were your parents real supportive of the music? They, um, they were, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think they thought, 
that's a good hobby, you know, kind of thing. My mom, um, you know, and also I think they were, they were scared of the big, kind of the big bad world sort of thing. Like I grew up in a, I grew up in Pikesville, which is a, a in Baltimore County, just over the city line in, in Baltimore, Maryland. And it's like this little middle-class Jewish bubble. And, um, and, and they did through my life, you know, we did travel and my parents were very informative and that, um, that the whole world didn't live in this kind of bubble at all that this, you know, we, my mother's from New York city. So, so we went to New York all the time, well, not enough, but a lot. And, um, and, <laughs> and, 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 and even in Baltimore and stuff. So, um, I think they were scared that, I don't know, I don't think, you know, I, I, uh, I, you know, my dad, when I was going to college, my dad thought maybe I should go into occupational therapy. And um, and I don't know what my mother suggested. I don't think she had a suggestion, but maybe she, maybe it wasn't going to be sewing or anything like that. But um, but I just kept doing I mean, I, I just kept doing music and I and I kind of rejected music academically because I got not accepted into the band when I was in fourth grade and I tried out. So I didn't make it. Everybody makes it into the band, you know, and I didn't make it into the band. So I was, um, I was like, well, fine, I'm just going to do it my own way. I'm not going to learn anything about this and I'm going to just figure this out. I'm going to figure out my voice. I'm going to figure out my sound and na 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 na, you know, Mr. Novak and, well, and everybody. To be, honest, <laughs> to be honest, you were more of a dancer at that time, so true <laughs> i was that's true but no but i think i scared him i think he thought oh my god i can't have this in the band you know because i was so nervous i was and when i get nervous i freeze so i might have not said a word to him i'm i can't even remember i just remember being super nervous and not being able to answer many of his questions because i was like mm, just you know i was so excited that i just i think i just froze and Maybe, I, or I answered him honestly, because maybe he said, what instrument do you want to play? And I probably said guitar, you know, because I really wasn't interested in, any, in clarinet or trumpet or the other band instruments. So he probably thought, well, I don't have a place for that, you know? I mean, maybe he was just doing a really good job of <laughs> weeding out the divas. I don't <laughs> yeah, so that could have been it, it too. <laughs> I don't know. So, how did you find? I want to talk about how you how you, how you write, but I I, I also want to. How did you find Santa Cruz? Well, Santa Cruz really found me. Um, I was really? I, I used to, yeah I used to go to well, I, I listened and I found it. That's how I found it because and and I played it and it was just like and I again I wouldn't let go um I was at Appalachian Bluegrass Music in Catonsville Maryland and I think he had two or three Santa Cruz and um and it was Emery he just said because I, I I was playing a hundred dollar FG 535 335 or I think Yamaha it was a black Yamaha, Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was a little worked out for me it was it, uh, my friend had put in um a, a different bridge and stuff. And so it was a little bet. It was better. <laughs> um, and, and whenever I would go to Wheaton music in, in, in DC and get it fixed, they would go, when are you going to get a real guitar? And I was like, this is my real guitar. I mean, I made my first two albums on that guitar. So it wasn't, and it's not that, you know, it wasn't that horrible. Um, so it was great actually. And, and, and I loved it, but, but anyway, 
real guitar. So I really, I was looking, I wanted to have my sound and with my voice and my songs. And, um, and, and then I would become Oprah and have my own magazine and television. <laughs> network. But anyway, no, 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. And you get a guitar and you get a guitar. <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be awesome? Hey, you guys could do that. Just got a, or maybe you could do a, maybe not a whole guitar but maybe like a tuning peg you get a tuning peg and you get a... i'm trying to think of what's not that expensive on the strings guitar. <laughs> you get a part of a string and you get the um the, the nutty part i don't know what it's called the anyway figures but um so 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 emory gave me a, a santa cruz to try i think um I think I played him. Um, I think he had like a Martin something, a brand new Martin. He had a brand new Taylor. And then he gave me a Santa Cruz. And it was love. It was just like I just, it had such a different kind of sound and a different kind of feel. And I just really loved it. And um, I wanted one. <laughs> and I looked at the price tag and I was like, I can't get this, but I'll work towards it. So, um, I think Cindy, my sister, or it might have been my manager, had talked to Richard and said, well, when she's out touring in Santa Cruz, we'll give her a tour. Of so, so, um, so in 1991, we were, we were out that way. I think it was 91. It was either late. It was either 90 or 91. Um, we went and I got a and I met Richard and I got a tour, and I was just amazed. I I know did not have a clue of any of this. I mean, like the I never really thought about it. The bending of the wood, all the 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 nuts and bolts and no bolts, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the nuts and truss truss rod. <laughs> I never thought of any of that. It was so awesome to see his the wood too. It's just like you're gonna make this into from that. I was like. I was just, that's freaking, that's just amazing. I really had no experience of any of that. I like, really like that kind of thing too, because it just, it just gives me so much, I don't know, connection. So, um, so he gave me a tour and then, and then for like, maybe like two hours, he just kept handing me different guitars to play, to see how I played and what the different songs I did was like he, you know, and, um, which was, I it was just like, wow, that was awesome. And then he goes, I know what you need. And then. At one point, and so he, at one point he came over and to, um, we were talking in his office and it was just a beaut just was like a day of heaven. Um, and I, I said, I would, he, he, we talked about the, the details in the, in the neck and, um, he said, what are you thinking of? And I told him I had like these symbols and like, I had like a, um, symbol and a star of David and, um, and the eclipse. And I said, but I don't want them big like I don't want anything like gaudy I want like really you know small and and um and so I said like this big and I was wearing um the Chuck Taylor tennis shoes and he came over from the other this is Richard comes over from the other side of the desk and he measures the little spinet on the you know, on the on the side of my tennis shoe and says it. it will be no bigger than that and that's what basically this is uh, it, it, that's the eclipse symbol I don't know if you can I can see that yeah it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> and the Star of David, and the heart, and the um symbol, and the peace sign. Yeah. How, how. <laughs> yeah, Love I. Love it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to him about Measurance Tennis Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's really, that, that's Richard. Yeah. That, 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 that's really him.
Well, what's really interesting is, is, you know, in, in full disclosure, I actually have a Sonya model here. It's one of my favorite guitars. Look, he's pulling it out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's amazing. Isn't this, isn't this cool? Yeah, that, that is, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what, to be honest, what attracted me to it first were the specs, the H body, the wider neck, um, you know, it just, and the inlays are cool. I mean, I gotta admit it. But I remember playing it for a little while, and I remember saying to Richard, you know, it doesn't quite have the power and the bite that I think I really want. And, and he kind of looked at me and he goes, well, that's not what it's about. It's a singer-songwriter's guitar. It's not the focus. It's, it's the backup singer. It's behind the artist. And, and that's what we designed and built it for. And I, I stopped and thought for a minute, and I said, it's absolutely perfect. That's exactly what it is. It's a backup singer. And, and, and it's a great yes. backup singer. Yes. You know, so once again, he nailed it. And, you know, it, it was anyway, it was it was enlightening to me about how he, he can interpret what is needed for somebody and and just produce it so perfectly. So, yeah, like how does it's amazing. How does he do that? I don't you know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But it's so it, it helps. You know, it's my it's where I am writing songs still. Um, and this is this is the one that precedes the that one, but it's basically the exact same thing. The, but I think that one has the Sonia in it. Backwards. It does. Cool, yes. cool. So um, and um, and you can get it either in the um, the, the different kinds of rosewood as well. Um, the guitar, I think it, you can get it in different rosewoods. But um, but um, but then again, this was like this preceded all the rosewood issue. <laughs> so so it's what older is than that? that. What is that one made from? A Brazilian rosewood on the back ah, and the okay. spruce top. And yeah. um, so I'll never take this out of the country because <laughs> I don't <laughs> want them to take it away from me. I, you know, because I'm in Germany every year, so I don't don't would not do that. But my other one is is the is the newer rosewood, and um, and and it's also aging very very well. It's the you know, it, it, but this was the Sonia model before the Sonia model, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, to be honest, they have changed the CITES thing so that for your personal instrument, you should be able to take it across uh, lines for performance and such. I'm just so, I, my other one. But I understand um, the concern. I'm not, I'm not getting on a plane if she's on the plane and her guitar's on the plane and we're going to Germany. I'm not getting on it. I just, I just don't think there'd be one moment of, of peace. I think she'd just be digging, digging through the, digging through the bottom of the plane. <laughs> No, 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 no. This one flies right over my head. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. one is, I never, I, these, I mean, I have the, the strong, the Calton case, but I don't, um, no, it's right with me. And I, sometimes I use not even just a hard case, you know, and it goes right in the overhead and it's no issue. You know, or, or, or if it's too big for the overhead, the pilot will keep it or, or I put it in the closet, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't, it's no. <laughs> it's not women, women can get away with that. Um, <sighs> women can get away, men you can't. Gotta, we you can't. Have to, you got to put on the lipstick and the, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> wink, I, wink. It, 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 you know, they'll, they'll just nah, throw it underneath. I, 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 I remember watching my, my OMPW get thrown <sighs> from the baggage handler at Newark. I was sitting, I was like in the fourth or fifth row and I was at a window seat and I just, I, all of a sudden I saw, I, I was watching them load luggage and they were loading it up in the front and I saw my guitar just fly and oh land God. on the, land on the, land on the thing, you know, and it was like, um, and you're just starting, 
you know, you're just getting, you're just getting going. You're, you're going to be four hours in that seat and you have no idea what pieces of kindling. In the, in the few yeah. times I have had to hand it like in a small plane, you know, where they're like 10 seats or 12 seats yeah. and I have had to, um, and it's full. Um, I, I, I hand it to the guy directly. I say, this is my baby. You know, this, yeah. you have to, yeah. you know, and they have, and it, and that's when it, it's, a, it, it's in a, you know, the Calton case too, which, which is also, you know, the case is important. Um, yeah, yeah. but, um, but now the law is such that the TSA ruling is that you can carry it on. Yeah. Um, you can't just print it out and, and hand it to them and, um, a little, maybe a little mascara. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a. It, 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 and, it, and I think the size of your guitar. Yes, it does. It's especially small. Especially the size. Uh, Eric, Eric, um, Eric Sky's um, Sky model is small. You mm -hmm. know, it's a small guitar, and it's yeah. It's you get that body. dreadnought. You get those extra couple inches on the dreadnought, and it. it I know. Just, it just gets it just gets ugly on the airplane. Yeah, you know, um, United Airlines one time before the the the, the that great song <laughs> United, United Breaks guitar. guitars. Yeah. Right, but but before that, um, my experience was this: they uh, they told me I couldn't take it on in the case. And um, because it, the, the, it wouldn't close, the, they said, they said, I didn't, usually if I try it, the 737s, it's fine for um, all the Southwest planes. But, um, and yes, that is a Southwest endorsement. They've been very awesome to me. <laughs> um, but, um, uh, but, but I will say that I took it out of the case and, um, and I just had it. And a pilot came over to me and said, why isn't that in a case? And I said, because they wouldn't let me take it in a case. But they didn't say it, you know, and the reason was it wouldn't fit. So we took like four or five blankets, wrapped it up. It was definitely thicker than my case would have ever been. And it went in the overhead with me on United. And that's how I, that was probably the last time on my dime we flew United. <laughs> United was the tosser of my uh, my OMPW as well, because I I live in Monterey, uh, and um, United at one point when I was traveling extensively, you know, 100k a year, um, United was really my only thing. And at that point, they weren't even flying regional jets in here; they were flying these Brazilias, which are 25 seaters, and they had no room. So you literally, as you walked on the tarmac in either San Francisco or L.A. to get on the plane, you gave them your case, and they would take it and put it underneath, and then you'd get it back when you when you hit the ground. But it wouldn't even fit inside. I mean, you couldn't get a Stratocaster and a gig bag in them. You know. Yeah, no, I've I've no done way. everything. I've like if they've had they've people are nice and they will they that I've had them like strapped on seats, you know, and um, like a person. <laughs> I mean, really, and, and yeah, I just think, get a seatbelt yeah. extension, you know. Yeah, Del just get a seatbelt, just get a seatbelt extension, and just put yeah. it in, you know. I didn't need a seatbelt extension for the case. Yeah, sometimes I think can. it just I just put the body like where your butt would be, and there you Wrapped go. It in. That, yeah, and, it in. Mm -hmm. um, and the next oh. one for the guitar. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was fine. It was exactly. It was fine. So you write. <laughs> you write. On piano or guitar? Both. I'm, I mostly write on guitar. I do write on piano. Although I find myself lately playing um, songs that I want to sing and, and learn on piano more. Um, <laughs> like covers is my point. You know, just like, oh, yeah, maybe I can play that or sing that, you know. so. But, um, but it, it always leads to my own thing.
So what what comes first, the words or the music? Or do they come together? The the answer is yes. Um, Yeah. So when when I said to you earlier in um, weeding out the divas, I was thinking, that's kind of a cool thing. I should think of, do some thinking on that. Uh, it, it just really depends. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hunched over my guitar, <laughs> this guitar, uh, you know, working on stuff. Um, a lot of times I just feel like I'll, I just try something, you know, like I'll just try like, and I'll just go with it, you know, and, and I just say whatever, really. And then... Um, um, it, it's almost like, um, like they say, you know, the, the best, the, the, it comes through you, you know, like a word or a groove or a, a, like if I do a whole lot of picking thing, I'll probably just break out and then, you know, and do some cool ryth- rhythmic stuff. Cause I'll, I go to uh, both extremes. I don't know if that's because I need to like stretch <laughs> or, or my brain's like, you know, uh, you know, like if you cat, uh, pet a cat in one direction too long, it like creates this chemical reaction that they go, wow. Like, I think maybe sometimes if I'm doing one thing in one direction, it's not like a wow, but it's like a, the opposite. I need to do the opposite thing. And so I do. And that sometimes comes, that frequently will become the song, not the, the thing I was really working on. <laughs> so do, do, do they tend to come to you as, as you know, fairly fleshed out full ideas or are you more of a collecting snippets kind of person and then sort of flesh those out later or tie them together if you can i exactly yes tad i <laughs> i i call it the puccini method and i only know that because my mother was a major like she lived for opera and she used to say that's i would tell her when i was working on stuff i said oh i only have like bits and bits right now and she goes she goes that's okay she goes that's what puccini said is that he gets these little ideas and then they they fit into things and that and that is pretty much how it is so it's rare i i mean sometimes i will sit down and write a whole song but it's be usually because it's been marinating like the the crux of it you know or i'll just be you know, like the song, I have a song called Ride This Ride, and that was marinating for a while after several uh, little tiffs with um, my wife. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, and so, because um, the chorus is, I'm going to ride this ride just as long as I can. Um, and, and, and yeah, and that was, I wrote it, you know, in a, in a tiff, <laughs> but it, it did. I had all these like little pieces of things and pretty cathartic probably yeah or or ammunition (laughs) she doesn't write songs (laughs) she's a lawyer so (laughs) did i say that that was should have been filtered to see if i (laughs) yeah you're okay (laughs) have you have you ever written a a song that your wife has given you a restraining order no you're not going to record that one (laughs) oh Yeah, no, she's she's so forgiving. She really uh, respects my artistry and and really allows me to 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 be creative with it. I think, you know, I think it takes. I think to be involved with a performer, you you need someone who's confident of their themselves in the relationship, and and she is. That's I know that's rare, and um, but. Uh, yeah, it's we 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 decided pretty early on it's bigger than both of us, so we kind of don't have a choice about it. It's, I think it's, it's, it's got to be. It, mm-hmm. I, I think it reflects in your music and your attitude and all that that there's a freedom there, you know. That there's just a freedom in 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 being who you are, you know, and working how you need to work. 
Yeah, yeah, and she's she. You know, Terry is also my manager, so she's she's put in her time. You know, she she does all the hard stuff, and 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 I get to, you know what, play. <laughs> what do you like most about? Do you like do you like do you like your writing or do you like your playing? Which which? which That's I, a really good question. Um, it's 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 you know. Having done this as long as I have, I it's it's a very good um, question because it it changed the answer. What I would say, would say changes. I consider myself a songwriter, and of course, I shouldn't say of course. You know, in the early days when I sang and didn't play very well, I considered myself more of a songwriter. <laughs> 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 I'm a songwriter. I don't have to sing on key, you know, yeah. or um or or learn complicated chords or communicate here. But eventually. I don't know. I mean, like, there's something you hear and you go, I got to, what is that? I got to learn that, you know? And then, and like the next rung of the ladder happens and, um, and you get to move forward and you actually do. I mean, cause really that's just a really ignorant way of, of, of perhaps accepting where you are and moving on, but really making excuses for yourself because, you know, um, I, I don't know anyone who doesn't at some point really love symphonic music. And it's sometimes a, bit complicated you know and and um so i think i i mean for me i just want to express myself as best as possible and um um i definitely i think i i i, I but the other thing is this is that when i first many years about my first guitar playing and things um i would play a song for somebody and they played guitar definitely a zillion times better than me but they didn't really play the song better than me. You know, they might play another song better than me, like all the covers and other, and maybe their own songs, but not mine. And for me, it's, I guess it's the trunk of the tree. It's just grown to support what I do. And, um, and I'm very satisfied with it and I like it. And I do, I do consider myself a pretty strong rhythm player. Um, um, I like the way I play it, you know, it's like, yeah, it works. You know, I, it feels right, and it, it's what I want for it. So, you know, um, but I do hear myself off sometimes lately too. So maybe I've already peaked, and I'm going, oh no! It's like, and that, and that's rare actually. But I think that's also COVID and and me worrying. You know. Well, so what have you done during this last year? How I, I noticed that you've got a couple videos out on YouTube and such. Um, we, what we did was sorry. You know, I don't even know how this computer is connected to things like this, but it is. Oh, no. I answered it. <laughs> and then I declined. But anyway, so I had a tour, and I just found this flyer last night, of um, Germany in 2020, a, last, a year ago spring. And um, it was canceled completely. And it, it was... Um, then Wibka, who's my publicist who lives in, in Germany, said, well, let's do these concerts anyway. And so, um, so what I did was I did these concerts um, by um, 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 on visually, you know, so everyone started at 8 o'clock, which is 2 o'clock East Coast time. And um, so I did on 4-2-20, I had a concert in Darmstadt. I did it and I would say, hey, Darmstadt. And we let everybody know over there that I was doing this. And I did it on, on, on Facebook. And it was really crazy, but fun, you know. I mean, it was like it definitely was, um, that was my, you know, 
kind of real intro into like, here I am, like, and nothing was happening basically except for that. You know, sometimes I had to do like three in a row. I was like, oh man, this is going to be a tough week, <laughs> you know, wow. but, it, but I was home and here yeah. right where I'm sitting. So, um, um, but that's how I got into it. And, and then of course, every, there's a lot, you know, I've did, um, some, I did Stuttgart pride, like, uh, you know, like an hour concert and they, they transmitted that, that was recorded on zoom and then, and then transmitted and some podcasts, you know, and, and things just popped up, you know, it's been, I've been doing all, all of that, but I, I, as things are starting to open up, yay. Um, I got to see a live concert to tie back to what you said at the beginning, I, I got to see a live concert Saturday night and um, and it was just so good to be in that room. You know, they, it was half capacity and, you know, but it, it was great. It was like, it was actually like kind of more of a normal Saturday night of seeing a concert or, or performing at one. That's cool. Well, we, I haven't gotten to actually being able to go out and, and go to a concert yet, uh, but we have, we have gotten together with friends for the first time in a long time and had dinner together and, and, and everything. And yeah. Oh, I can't so, wait to do more of it. Yeah. Me, me too. All, all oh, my bad too. social skills are uh, screaming out for practice because, oh, they need it. <laughs> yeah. The thing is um, last summer I was able to, and this is like the most social thing I think I did. And I did it almost every day is we would, we were able to, our swimming pool was open. So we were able to go to it and sit six feet apart. And, you know, we wore the masks if we were rendezvous, but we could see people and, you know, and we could, we could order food and, you know, and, and it was great. It was like, that's, that I think really kept me, um, you know, a, happier and 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 alive right, right. Um, little notes and bottles and throw them into the pool let them drift over to somebody <laughs> we didn't do that i should that's, that's awesome i should try that no we didn't do that that's really real that would have been that would have been really although yeah because i guess the chlorine would have killed it i mean that was my feeling was that chlorine's gonna kill you know All it and i i didn't get it so me and i was really literally at a pool almost every single day so that's a lot but to get back you asked me what comes first and every single song is different is the real answer to that question 10 years ago um it, it sometimes it's a group you know i mean it might be easy But that really started with that bass line. Or um, BYOG is a song I wrote called Bring Your Own God. And that came out of that, that, that BYOG thing. It was like that whole song. I mean, just, just you know, and, um, but that was also not, not in the moment. That was definitely a, okay, first, in the first verse, I talk about myself. In the second verse, I talk about the community. And in the third verse, I talk about more like history at, 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 in, at, at, large I think um yeah so I'm trying to think of I'm, I'm stuck on break a mirror <laughs> anyway in my brain but um um yeah so that's how that works so it really just depends on the song or or like a rhythm thing like I like which is a song called start and it's that sort of African rhythm where you're like so um on the on the upstroke and i that's just kind of unusual and fun and um or you know i remember trying to le learn reggae where you just don't play don't play just let it di uh, 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 don't you know and i'm because i'm 
I want to play it different. I want to overplay it, but you yeah. can. And what I found out was a song I wrote called um, "Play Play the Music," um, uh, is I I flip it, and so the drummer has to flip it during during the choruses. The most of the song is on that, ah, mm, ah, but then on the it goes to the downbeat on the choruses, and then it flips back up for the verse again. So it's it's kind of cool. I didn't know that. I just wrote it, but um, fortunately. Um, I'm surrounded by geniuses. <laughs> I think I think it's also the nature of music, you know. And I think that's what's that's what's pure about it, you know. Is it's like, let's figure it out. Yes. You know. I mean, how do you honor the song, and how do you honor this thing you've been kind of given? I mean, it's a gift, and and how do you say, wow, cool gift, you know? <laughs> Very cool thing. That's that, that, that's that's. I think insight into how does how does your music come to you, but then again, how many really good songs do you write in your life? I mean, really good songs. Not enough. If, if yeah, not not <laughs> enough. But if, but I mean, if if you write two, I mean, I think that that's an unbelievable achievement. We we forget that work process, and we just go for that. Uh, well, if I don't write 40 good songs in my life, what am I for? I mean, you're not Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm working on a solid piece yeah. there. Yeah. I just, I just finished Stone Alone, the, the, the Bill Wyman book. And he talks tremendous amount about the Stones writing process and how they came to it. And it's, it's fascinating. I mean, it's fascinating. It was constantly, constantly in evolution until the song came out. Honky Tonk Woman was a completely different song when they started it. It's cool. It, it, it's like that's um, that's that's it. That is like the powerful process. You have to like trust. You have to trust, and you have to be listening, and you have to consistently be in the moment, which you're never on automatic. Like because you could miss that molecule that's supposed to be there <laughs> that one that one little thing that's supposed to be there well mm -hmm. let's talk about guitars for peace yeah. okay cool so what happened was i donated a song to a cd a friend of mine was making a jewish woman who has taken on the palestinian cause in israel and speaks mostly just arabic and english she doesn't speak hebrew anymore Her name is hannah mermelstein and she uh invited me and some other artists including um ani defranco and and amy ray and um to 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 participate and we each donated a song and we sold the cd it was, the cd is called flowers against the occupation because the the money was to go to young women in palestine who um didn't didn't have enough money to go to college out of you know into israel proper I'll call it so um and um and so yeah so we did that so then i was coming over to israel and i got a lot of information, a lot of information from both sides of the track, and I always would combine people, like people who are, you know, trying to do a boycott, to people who feel very strongly about Israel holding on to what it can, and um, and protecting what it can. So, and I always I would copy people to each other, and so that they could talk directly. 
And um, anyway, I went and I was invited to perform at Bida, which is um, this at a camp where Hannah was coordinating things. So it was a very complicated process in order to get from the Israeli border into this um, Palestinian village. And but I did. And um, um, we came in and and as I was coming in, I got to um, per perform there and they were it, it, the houses on this street, it's just a rubble street, are all behind these big, um, large, for the most part, like sometimes inner doorways, like if you can imagine like stone inner doorways, but sometimes these like sort of like garage doors, just these metal sheaths. And you pick that up and when they picked it up, there was this whole courtyard um, of young um, Palestinian girls and um, probably about 100, 110 mm. or so. And it reminded me of my day camp because I went to a, a, a all-girls Jewish camp called Camp Louise in Cascade, Maryland, and I loved it. It was sleepover camp. But they did they did folklore and, you know, um, um, Arabic folklore and, you know, Muslim folklore, and they learned a lot of different things, and they all got to be together, and the energy was just great. And when I came in, they were yelling and stomping, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. I was like, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> I was like, I've never been there before. And it, the whole, ex I, my, already my, you know, my senses were just like, am I going to get bombed? I'm a Jewish American. I'm like, you know, um, I didn't though. And um, in fact, that was, it was around the time that my album called No Bomb is Smart, which in Hebrew is Ein Pizzata Chachama. That means no bomb is smart. And, um, and I did a little bit of it in, in Hebrew. And so um, anyway, that, that song and that from that album, but live, not on the album. So anyway, so I did some songs and um, when I finished, they loved my guitar playing and they said, can we have your guitar? Uh, and it was this, no, actually it was my other Santa Cruz, but it was, no, I mean, that's like, can you have my left foot? No, or my head, no, you cannot. So, but I said, but I promise I will get you a guitar and bing. So um, I would, I, I asked around for people, people have guitars in their closet and, you know, with, with missing strings or bowed or whatever. And I just thought if I can get some guitars there, that would be really cool. Cause there's so many, you know, that, that people just have in places so and we have americans we have so much stuff right so um so i did so i got guitars donated to me and um and i was i got i got, got one for um for them and i gave it to hannah and she when she went back she uh she was able to deliver it so I, I made go to my province and i just thought you know what there are people around the world and around this country their children who could really use guitars so in third world countries and in um, other places in the united states where people can't afford them and now what i've done is really tied it into an organization called hungry for music and that's with a guy that's running it he's full-time um because there's so much to do and I felt yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. really not yeah. doing it right. So if you're still interested in doing that, if you've got a guitar, he does that with all kinds of instruments and um, Hungry for Music. If you Google that, you, you'll find him. Well, he, he collects them from all over this country. We'll make sure that links to all of this are included with the podcast so that awesome. anybody who you know yeah, yeah. wants to follow up uh, donating guitars, contributing money, contributing whatever they can, or yes. just, you know, looking into getting CDs or merch from you, Sonia, uh, cool. we'll be able to do that very easily because uh, we want to support all that. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. You know, so, um, you know, there's, um, you know, about Fender's um, music in schools program. Mm, 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 mm. 
Uh, it's huge. Um, they give away about, about yeah, they, well, yeah, you might not, you're an acoustic player. Um, they, I think they give away five to 10,000 instruments a year. That's awesome. Really do a lot of it. Um, um, yeah, for, for a company that's probably making eight gazillion dollars a year (laughs) and has absolutely no tie to music or soul at all <laughs> yeah, yeah. the right. fact that they should give it away probably is is a pretty good idea i like that that's um, great but uh yeah a lot of good stuff out here uh, we have great. a lot of veterans organizations and stuff that we can load up load up cool. folks with cool cool yeah it's good it's um yeah i th- i think you know i think through the year too that there's a lot of uh transformation that that's happening around and 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 also just i guess the other thing that i love about santa cruz just to tie it back to that is um that they're politically correct and that they're they're the only like pro you know sustainable guitars they don't cut down trees to make guitars and you instantly have the great sound you don't have to wait 35 or 42 years for the wood to it already you can see like i mean all my guitars all my santa cruz have that warm, you know, just sound. They, they, they sound as good as they look, you know, because they look so cool. But yeah, <laughs> they, they sound better than they look, actually, I think. But um, yeah, but that, but that yeah. has always been a really big plus for me because I can say it's the only guitar that does this. And, and I think that's still true. Santa Cruz is the only guitar that's not destroying the earth <laughs> while it makes these amazing instruments. All the, all the things that, that they do for, um, for, repurposing and, and reharvesting and, and things like that. It, I think the thing that gives me the, the greatest joy in, in doing it is knowing that we're supporting what Richard's philosophy is. Yeah. You know, and Richard's philosophy is people first, you know, people over profit, the whole bit. And it's, it's pretty beautiful. Yes. Very, very, not enough. Let's I'd say very few people. Let's say not enough of that. We could all use a little bit, a lot more of it, you know, and and and, and do that. Um, but I think we're moving in that direction. I really do. I think we 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 will we will move in that. We are moving in that direction. But I do feel. I think it's important to measure where we've been. I think it's hard to see the little pieces perhaps they're even almost invisible but you need we need that needs to be counted and it needs to be recognized because absolutely there is there is forwardness there is connectiveness and we you know we get sold on on the fear and and how we should be scared and how terrible it is because that's what glues us to our TVs but um but um there there is there is positive movement forward absolutely in 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 massive amounts and i you know, I, I, it's just, um, weeding out the divas. Yeah. (laughs) Weeding out the divas. Just weeding out the divas. (laughs) That's what we do. (laughs) I can only, I can only see what you're going to do when we get done with this. Oh, <laughs> I, can, I, I bet there's, I bet there's a couple, couple, couple minutes of notes being made. About oh man, was, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty funny. Um, you, you have been in, incredibly gracious. Anything you want to say? 
I love this. This is so awesome. Thank you so much. I, I love this. I love talking with you guys, and I, I, I just hope we gave enough to, um, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, the fact do. that you haven't, the fact that you haven't let it out of your hands for an hour and a half. Is, oh, <laughs> I, we're one. We are one. There's no, um, yeah. I want to no, know if I can order a, a tropical fish sticker set to put on my guitar, though. I mean, well, come on, I, that's pretty I, cool. I, it is very cool, and they glow in the dark. <laughs> better, yeah. But see, my but my, most of my audience doesn't see it because I have to like because I'm on the light, you know. Like I have to like ask them to turn off the lights and stuff, and I usually don't have all those beautiful production possibilities. But um, it does do that. I have to say there were a couple more fish. I removed them um, because you know the the clarity of the guitar. Even though this is a songwriter guitar, it has a tremendous amount of clarity, and um, unlimited i would say and so so anything you do to this top piece of uh perfection yeah. um mutes the the sound a teeny 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 bit so these stickers do that and, and it's not a problem i mean it's it's fine it's it's it but i didn't realize that and so if you're gonna do it um well We'll Be wait careful. Until we, <laughs> we'll wait until we talk to Richard. He knows some very high tech sound people. They make design stickers. I was we'll so I was so um scared to show him I did this. I think, <laughs> when did Terry, when did I put these on? Was it Great Barrier Reef North in uh, in in Australia. I couldn't resist because we really did see these fish. It's a, it's fantastic, and also in in Richard's legacy and and as that continues and flourishes. Um, he, he it's it's part of the whole thing they take uh the coral reef and and the, the earth and the climate uh, uh, all of it very very seriously so i i i have them they're swimming in pride with pride <laughs> well, and, and i have a kind of a joke sometimes people write in on one of the guitar forums oh i put a, a ding in the top of my guitar what should i do and I always just well, just put a sticker over it. <laughs> <laughs> Was made here, or the date, right? When and when and what and where? When and where? Yeah, I know, I know. I'm wearing it out so much. You know, it's not quite Willie Nelson material, but I've worn it out so so much, and and my other one even more so. I think is starting, but but they love it. Guitar makers like, or they love that. They love that you're so with their guitar you know, playing they, it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually it's, spending their time spending your time with it yeah it's like the opposite of, of automakers you know they don't want to see it aging they want to just it, spit polish but and i and i did polish this but there's still a lot up because I, when i when i play you know i put the pick the plectrum here yes you, ta you taught me that trick at and, the uh, at the breakfast we had at the santa cruz guitar company and at you, the 35th anniversary yes and i think i had wine that morning too that was fun <laughs> but do, do you do it do you do it because it, it there is a trend happening yeah know? yeah yeah okay so so you know it gets a little gross here so you have to you know, <laughs> whatever <laughs> It keeps people from wanting to borrow your pick. <laughs> no, they still want the pick. <laughs> Actually, not. Well, who knows? COVID, you know, who knows? Maybe yeah. all that will change. So, I don't know. Um, we look forward to uh, to having you back in the world again. Thank um, you. You know, it sounds like, you know, we, we did a, we talked to Catfish Keith. And Catfish was 
he's been in Europe every year for 25 years or 30 years or something like that. And when we talked to him, he was he was at home and, you know, there was really nothing they could do. I mean, he travels probably 250 days a year extensively yeah. and all of a sudden that's all gone, you know. And now as I start to see him announce things coming back and I, I start to see uh, um, um, other things happen, um, it's... Uh, it's exciting. We can't wait to have you back um, out there. We will post uh, what we need to to get people in um, contact with you. And mm -hmm. after we sign off, if you'd just stay on, Sonia, just for a second, that would be great. Thank you. But um, what, a, what a privilege, what an honor. Great laughs, great fun. I can't wait for people to see this. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, Sonia. This is really wonderful. Yeah, right, 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 right here. Yeah. Thank you. So everybody look for number 25 and 26 and 27 and 28, and we'll, uh, see you down the road. You know, uh, I think that something that's pretty important is that no matter what we do in our lives and how we create, if people smile when they see what we've done. For success. And keep playing your guitar. Yeah, keep playing your guitar. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This is really, really fun. And I can't wait to share it as well. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music-related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com. If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar.